Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's up, Gym Lords? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. My name is Bree. I'll be your host today, and I'm here with Enrique from Champion Fitness in Oklahoma. What's up, Enrique? How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Doing very well. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to have you. Glad to be here. Thank you. Awesome. Of course. All righty. Let's jump into the details. What is it that made you want to own your own gym? Well, basically, you know, uh, I own a Mexican restaurant, so I eat a lot of queso and fried foods, you know? My so, favorite. Exactly. So uh, <laughs> I started working out at Champion Fitness back in 2013, and uh, when I first started, I didn't know how to work out, so it was kind of intimidating walking in, and at that point, there's a bunch of meatheads in here, you know, so you just see them with an 80-pound dumbbell, and you're like, oh my God, I've got the 20, so you kind of feel intimidated, so I went through a few months where I actually didn't come to the gym. And then I got a personal trainer and that kind of guided me in into the starting my routine. And then uh, a few years later, uh, I heard that the gym was up for sale and I was like, ah, I love working out now. This is my hobby. Da, 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 da. So I decided to jump in and kind of help people. And that's kind of what I've implemented here, uh, buying the gym, kind of making everybody feel comfortable and knowing that we all started at one place, you know, you right. don't expect, expect to come in and already know how to use the whole facility or the all the gym equipment you know so uh you know that's just basically how, uh what got me to want to own the gym you know yeah absolutely okay so yeah you had your own uh experience within the facility ended up loving it and then just taking it on when the opportunity became available essentially right so okay so do you still own the restaurant as well yeah i still have it we've been there about 16 years now so wow uh, yeah Okay. Enough stress for sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Between the two, mm-hmm. in completely different industries. So very cool. Good for you. All right. So as far as your business model goes within the facility, how does that work? How do you structure things? Well, basically, we, we do uh, personal training. We do, we actually, at one point uh, before COVID, we actually had a, a bare nutrition, which is uh, basically healthy meals you know we, we made them at the restaurant and then we brought them to the to the gym and we sold meal plans oh, cool. to our customers okay. that were trying to do their weight loss or whatever they're trying to do or just eat better you know and uh, so that's kind of our market we're trying to like help people uh, reach their goals not just look wise we, we try to let them know that hey there's so many different advantages to working out you know your health is honestly the the most important thing it ain't just about looks it's about mm-hmm. your health you know Yes, absolutely. hundred percent. So kind of more of uh, the full package, the overall take on fitness rather than just the working out, you know, there's, like you said, there's so much more to it than that. So with that being said, from a business standpoint, that also provides you with the opportunity to provide other services to your clients and other streams of revenue for the business. So you said you were, you were doing, uh, like a meal prep service within the business. So are there any other streams of revenue that you have happening within the business or any other services that you're offering to your clients? Sure. Yeah. So we actually, about two years ago, we did a tanning. We had a tanning service and now we 
have about eight high pressure beds, which that actually increased revenue tremendously. You know, we're already a 24 seven facility. So now uh, I started thinking sometimes my front desk, they don't have much to do other than make shakes, you know, and that's good money making shakes, but sometimes they're just sitting there not doing anything. They're already on my time, you know? So I, I, I said, hey, let's add tanning and then, you know, get them a computer system that all you got to do is put the customer in the bed. They click that button, just wipe it down. It takes three or five minutes, you know? So we did that and that helped a lot because most tanning salons, they're not open seven days a week. Also, they run on limited hours, which, you know, we're open from seven in the morning to about 10 o'clock at night. I already have my front desk worker, so I didn't have to add somebody else to the payroll. So at that Mm -hmm. point, it made sense for me to do that service and now we actually get a bunch of people that don't even work out that just come in and use our facility just for tanning because it's the convenience people love convenience yes 100 percent. yeah i was just gonna say i'm sure that that draws in other people too to the facility that maybe don't work out and then i'm sure that even some of those people that don't work out end up becoming members of the gym as well at some point i'm sure that they kind of cross over a little bit at times as well Oh, absolutely. I mean, I know each time we even give a tour, I know uh, we're going to get them as a member because once they walk in, we have such a big facility that it just, they're, they're, they're just amazed. They look at it like, oh my God. Cause you know, when you look at it from the street, we're in a shopping center. So okay. it kind of looks like it's small, but you kind of walk in and it's like, wow, all this is here, you know? So it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so within your facility, how many clients are you currently serving? Right now we have about 2000. Okay. So 2000 clients. And we talked a little bit before, before we got on the actual podcast about some expansions that you've gone through lately. So let's talk about that a little bit. So you went from, was it 24,000 square feet to 40,000 square feet? Yeah, I was about 24 to 26 into 40 now. Um, okay. Which I think it was last year I added like a functional fitness room. And that mm-hmm. that was about the 3,000 to 3,500 square foot, which we still use it. Uh, I was running functional fitness classes and we, you know, we did five classes during the day, but I actually partnered up with somebody else that did CrossFit, you know? So at that point I, I felt like it was great because we got a lot of memberships out of it, but then it just started didn't making sense because I was sharing my money with somebody else and they're the only ones making the money okay. using my equipment. So at that point I kind of shut that off and then uh, just left it open still for my members that way they can use it, you know? And then uh, okay. about two months ago, I added some more square footage and uh, I, I bought some more Stairmasters, more equipment and kind of just spaced out my gym. So now used to we have a big facility so and you know we stay pretty busy so now so much we're like god we're not that busy anymore but (laughs) it's just because i've spread out everything i literally made like a another room it's about two thousand square foot and i put all my leg equipment in that room you know Mm -hmm. and the reason i did that is because our gym is pretty much like 80 percent male and like 20 percent female yeah so me and we i'm sitting there in the treadmill or whatever you can kind of look at the whole layout of the gym and you can kind of if you're gonna guys are kind of creepy sometimes you know yeah. so when girls are doing legs they just want to sit there and just not even work out just want to look right so I was like hmm I gotta feel make the girls feel more comfortable coming to my gym and wanting to work out you know mm-hmm. so 
I made this leg room. I'm like, okay, guys, some of you guys don't even train legs. You know, yeah, females, let's be real, they, right? <laughs> yeah, females, they love to do legs. You know, so I said, you know what? If you want to be a creep, now you're going to be doing legs. So that's worked out <laughs> tremendously. At first, all the guys, go figure. They were hating it. Oh, my God, why is he doing this? Well, you know what? To make the gym be better. I want, you know, I want my business to be better. People to feel comfortable coming in and knowing that they're going to get their workout without someone just staring at them, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, if you want to look at the ladies, stop skipping leg day. <laughs> Literally, yeah. I'm making sure that they don't skip leg day around here for That's sure. That's right. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, cool. So uh, within the new facility now, so obviously you've got so much more space than you did before. So like you said, now it kind of looks like you're just, you're not as busy, although you are, it just looks like you're not as busy because of the larger space. But as far as client acquisition goes, so filling that larger space, getting new people in the door, how does that look? What are you doing to get new people to come into the gym? Sure. So uh, two weeks ago, I, I decided to do open gym. So now every Sunday from one to six is open gym. So that allows people from the community that probably don't even come to the gym or they have a gym membership somewhere else. Now it gives them a chance to come work out here for free. And then I know that once they walk in here, they're going to load the facility. So that's potential customers, um, which we, we did it on Halloween. That was, you know, that was our first Sunday and it was kind of slower, like, ah, but it's also a holiday. Everyone's got their own right. plan you know, or, yes. fighting over, whatever might've been the situation, you know, and then this past Sunday, it was so busy. My, you know, that's our, usually our slowest day. So my friend desk worker was like, God, well, the gym is so busy. And I, I like it. Yeah, I knew there were probably a lot of free memberships, but I like it because they're going to go back and tell their friends, man, you got to go to Champion Fitness. You got to right. see what they've done, blah, 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 you know. And uh, just yesterday, I got three messages on Facebook um, wanting to sign up for a gym membership because they came in and they saw the facility and they're like, hey, man, uh, you've changed a lot in there, you know, so that, that kind of made me feel good, you know, people appreciate it. Yes, for sure. So that's definitely a great way to get some new faces in the door. Uh, up until that point, before you started even offering that open membership on Sundays, how did you grow the membership base originally? I know that... Um, you know, the facility was established before you took over ownership of it, but that in between time, what were you doing to get new people coming into the facility? Honestly, just a lot of marketing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I usually try to like post at least every other day, something on social media, making specials, you know, yeah, sometimes I, I undercut my my gym membership, you know, and sometimes people are like, oh my God, why aren't you offering this to us? Well, you know, you're already a member. We appreciate you, but I'm trying to also target other people that have never came to the gym and offer them a low yeah. rate. You mm -hmm. know, because some people that they that they have never worked out, they don't want to make that commitment of coming in for 12 months and signing up on a membership. So I have to make it uh, like an incentive, you know, for them to be like, oh, you know what, that's a half price off or whatever. Why not? Let's go give it a try. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, and so are you? running paid advertising through like Facebook, Instagram, Google, things of that nature? Or is it mostly just organic posting on social media? How is that working? Yeah, now we switched to just organic. Before I was doing like through Facebook and that just got way too pricey. Um, and honestly, yeah, it, it got a lot of acknowledgement on there. But as far as like people coming in and signing up, I wasn't seeing those numbers come back. Okay, know, like yeah. I, 
yeah so um, so now it's just organic word of mouth yeah absolutely okay yeah so the return on investment just wasn't there when you were running those facebook ads initially correct yeah that happens pretty often uh i mean the whole paid advertising game is just like it's a lot, you know, it can be a lot to learn. It's something that you have to constantly pay attention to. You have to be up on what the changes are that are happening within Facebook, the algorithm, you know, you have to make sure your targeting is on point and that the copy that you're writing portrays the type of person that you're trying to get into the door. And, you know, that can be challenging too, because Facebook only allows you to say certain things, you know, you can't say weight loss and, you know, there are certain things that you just can't say. So that can be challenging as well. Um, but as far as growth goes within the business, so obviously you've now expanded into quite a larger space. So do you have specific growth goals that you're looking to achieve by, you know, a certain amount of time or what does that look like? Where are we, where are we trying to go essentially? Right. Well, you know, the, this past year I've kind of, I lost one of my general managers probably about a year ago. And so okay. I've kind of like, I was like, man, I've been doing it all by myself. So running the restaurant, running the gym. Oh man. And yeah. But you know, what helped me out is just my staff. I mean, they are honestly, that's probably the key to my success right now. I have a great staff right now. They're on board with me, what my goals are, mm -hmm. uh, just everything. You know, when you get people, the right people with you that align with you and that you know that you can walk away and they're going to do the best job possible. And at the end of the day, they're going to look out for your business. That I mean, that helps so much, you know. Um, Absolutely. I recently, yeah, I recently hired a general manager. And the reason I hired him was because I had a meeting with him. And, you know, I kind of just asked him questions and he just aligned with my goals. You know, he was driven. He you know, me and him were kind of like on the same page. So at that point, I was like, you know yeah. what? Let me bring a mini me in here. And that way I can kind of <laughs> just relax and kind of, you know, just oversee more things and focus on other things because I want to reach out to the community more and do more events. This this year, I've done about three or four events that I've gone out and just been there, you know, just be present, make yourself known. Uh, we're not just here to take your money. We're, let's give back to the community, you know? Mm -hmm. And I've been enjoying that and my staff, they've been very supportive. Every time I've asked them to, you know, hey, I want to do this event. Y'all want to do it with me? Yeah, let's do it. You know, for Halloween, we did yeah. a, yeah, we did a Bonanza. And, you know, we gave away like $600 worth of candy to kids. But, oh you know, gosh. it was, yeah. So, you know, we all dressed like 80s fitness and it was just a fun time and just kind of just make ourselves just be there, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, that's huge having the, support of a good staff which can be really hard to find but you know once you have it that's huge because a lot of times business owners get overwhelmed by doing it all like you said you know you're you're doing it all you're focused on every aspect of the business and then that only allows you to do a little bit of everything and not it doesn't allow you to focus your attention specifically to one area um you kind of have to spread yourself thin and just balance everything rather than really focusing on the business side of things you know the growth where the business is going planning for the next step so that can be really challenging to be able to step back and focus on those things but having the right staff in place to be able to come in delegate some of those tasks allow them to take over some of those aspects of the business that you don't necessarily need to do on a daily basis can help you to focus on what's next and that is huge being a gym owner. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, uh, we have a system that we use when people check into the gym and, it, and it's got their picture. And, you know, it's been such a struggle. I'd be like, hey, take their picture, take your picture. And they, they, they didn't grasp on why. But then every time I'm there and someone comes in with a, and it, I, I don't know, I guess I just have to look. Every time I'm there, someone always comes in scanning somebody else's pic, uh, scan card, you know? And I'll be like, are you Ashley? And I'm like, no. I'm like, okay, well, you can't be using somebody else's card. And at that point, that's when they start realizing, oh, Enrique's just not trying to be mean or whatever. Like, people are using other people's gym memberships. And, that, and in return, that's losing me money, you know? So yes. You basically are security guards. That's what I tell them. You guys are security guards. Don't mm -hmm. let nobody come in here without scanning the cards because I, I'm pretty sure you're not going to go to Best Buy and walk out with a computer and they're going to be like, have a good yeah. day. <laughs> no, that ain't going to happen, you know, because that's their job online, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, now they're starting to see the value of why they need to be doing that, why they need to be doing their cleaning, because cleaning is very, especially right now with COVID, people, yes. you know, we still have people that work out with masks, you know, so mm -hmm. you have to constantly have them cleaning equipment, wiping down. As long as they see you doing that, they know that we're taking their health uh, very serious, you know? Yes, absolutely. 100%. Small details. And I mean, obviously the cleaning factor isn't so much of a small detail anymore. Now that's like a huge detail. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, just paying attention, you know, paying attention to who's coming into the facility when they're checking in, you know, greeting them at the door, making sure that it's the right person using their card. Um, small things that really add up to make a huge difference within the business. And, you know, obviously if you're making more money, then it affects them as well as the staff members. So everything is super connected there. Uh, so one thing that I really like to ask every gym owner that I speak with is if you could snap your fingers and just improve one thing within your business today, what would that be and why? Honestly, it would probably adding more uh, group fitness classes during the mornings. Because mm -hmm. uh, people, you know, it, it switched to people they like the group setting, especially if they've never been to the gym. They like being out there with a group of people and, and learning the movements before they get thrown out here, you know? So yes. uh, especially in the mornings, we don't offer any group fitness classes. And I feel like that it'd be crucial for me to do that because there's probably a lot of married ladies that probably, you know, their kids go to school. So at that mm -hmm. point, that's their free time. They, you know, they want to do something in the gym. They might not want to come work out because they don't know how to do anything or whatever the situation yeah. might be you know so that I think that would help my business doing that mm -hmm. evenings we have that covered but at the same time in the evenings they're free group fitness classes but they already have their kids they well we, actually we have child care now so I kind of took that out of it okay that's that free child care so basically now they can just drop their kids off here in the evenings but I feel like in the mornings it just it, it, it might be more helpful for them you know yeah, for sure. And what is it that's holding you back from implementing that? Is it staffing? Is it uh, membership? What is it that's holding you back from doing that? Yeah, it's actually my staff right now. I mean, I have great instructors, but a lot of them that, you know, they have their own job, obviously, and then they kind of do this as personal, as, you know, like a hobby, basically. Right. Uh, okay. Like yoga right now for this whole month, I still don't have my yoga instructors because, you know, they're just, they're, they're choosing to not do it, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, so that's one of my problems that I'm running into finding the, the help right now to right. give what I want. Okay. And so as far as your membership base goes post COVID, 
we'll say post COVID. I know it's not 100% gone yet, but we're in a, a much better position than we were. Uh, so, how was your membership affected through that whole time? Were you able to maintain most of your members? Did you lose a lot of members? What was that looking like for you? Right. Oh, man. I, you know, when it first came about COVID, I, I, I didn't think it was a big deal. You know, I was like, oh, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's not going to touch Two weeks, me. right? Literally. Yeah. And then they canceled, the, you know, they, they closed us down for one month, thankfully. Mm -hmm. But within that month, people were still canceling the memberships. And I was just scared. I'm just like, man, like, you know, I have rent to pay. I have all these bills. Doesn't stop, else. right? Yeah, I can't stop all that. So I still, mm -hmm. you know, it scared me a little bit. And I wasn't going to be drafting people when my gym was closed, you know. So that, that yeah. kind of scared me a little bit. Uh, we did drop a lot of memberships, you know, but unfortunately, like, thankfully, like, once we opened, I, I hit it hard again, and I, I was able to recoup all those memberships that I lost, and I think up until probably five months ago, that's when I saw the big push again. People that we lost, they all started coming back because they took a year off, and they gained a lot of weight, you know, yeah. and I realized, oh, man, you know, I do need the gym. Absolutely. Yeah, more, more now than ever. And also with that being said, I know, I mean, over the last year and a half or so, about 30% or more of gyms have closed. So also, you know, all of those people that were going to those gyms that closed now need a new place to go. So right. I think there's going to be a pretty big push over the next few months or so. It seems like things are really picking back up now. People are feeling more comfortable. They're getting back into their routines. Um, but I think, you know, obviously the new year is usually a big time. So this year, hopefully it'll be even more busy than it usually is because people will start to, again, get more comfortable. And then with the new year and everything kind of combining that uh, things will kind of come together and people will start coming back even more so. Exactly. Yeah, this is by far right now, this is the best year that I've had at the gym as, you know, for as income, everything. And, you know, obviously, wow. and then the members are just super happy right now. And that's just yeah. because I constantly keep changing things, making big saunas and tiling, just making little changes. Yeah, it takes a little bit of money, but it makes them appreciate you and know like, hey, this guy actually cares about his facility, cares about us. You know, I'm not building on for me. I don't want to spend my money, but I do it because I, I want to show my appreciation to them and to know that in return, they're going to be telling people to come to my gym versus right. other competitor, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're reinvesting back into the business and providing upgrades in your facility, which is providing a better experience for your members, and they absolutely appreciate that. So that's perfect. So as far as advice goes, for someone who is thinking about opening their own facility or taking over a facility, what is one piece of advice that you've learned over the years that you find extremely valuable that you would share with somebody who's thinking about getting into opening their own gym? Uh, customer service, you know, because when I first, like I said, when I first uh, started coming to the gym, uh, the old staff, you know, you would see them at the front desk and they wouldn't even acknowledge you. Yeah. You know, or you see them out in the floor and then they wouldn't even say hi or nothing. And it's just like, I know you work here, dude, you know? Yeah. So, but as soon as I bought the gym, that's been my my number one thing that I, I tell all my friends, customer service. I don't care if they have, because they come in with their headphones already. I don't care if they have their headphones on. You still say hi, bye, 
thank you. Have a great day. That 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 goes a long ways, you know. Yes. Uh, people appreciate that, even even if if it's not, at least it makes them feel like you care about them. It ain't just taking their money, you know. People want to sure. feel like you appreciate them. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Small personal touches along the way are really important. Make a really big difference in you know client retention as well. That's a big piece of that, that I think people kind of miss out on, you know, uh, focusing on always getting new people in the door, but then kind of forget about retaining the people that you have in the door and that personalized touch, just checking in with people, saying hi, saying, have a good night, little things like that make a really big difference. So I'm sure that your client retention is probably pretty good if I had to guess. Oh, it really is. You know, and I guess it, it, it right now I just thought of this and maybe you know, even when I offer like a low rate for new members, mm-hmm. uh, in return for my current members, I, I keep expanding for them. I keep giving them new equipment, new rooms, new everything. Right. So I guess in a way, I'm not lowering their membership, but I'm giving them better service, you know, better products for them to be using in the facility. So I guess that's a right. that's something for them to look at and be appreciated too. Definitely. Absolutely. And I'm sure that they do appreciate that. Oh, yeah. They're... I haven't had no complaints. At first, they're, they're always like, oh, my God, where's our – because, you know, I keep moving stuff around the gym, but I do it for convenience and everything. So, at first, yeah. they're like, oh. And then once they see it and they're like, oh, I like it. This is better, you know. But sometimes people don't like change. And, you know, that's yes. the problem. And me, I constantly, each time I come into the gym, I'm always thinking, like, what can we do to be better? What You know, and I'm always – I might be doing a workout, and I'm still, like, looking around, like, hmm, you know. So, I'm constantly thinking. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Constantly thinking what you can improve, make better, uh, just to provide a better experience for your clients that you have. So that's huge. That goes a long way for sure. All right. So as we start to wrap up here, where can the listeners find you on social media? So we have a championfitness.com, which is champion-fitness.com. They can check us out there. Uh, We have Instagram. And then uh, that's, we were going to do a a TikTok, but we haven't got that far yet. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's the new uh, hot platform for sure. Right. All righty. All right. So Henrique from Champion Fitness in Oklahoma, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been awesome having you on the show. Thank you very much. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely. Alrighty. And to all of the listeners out there, make sure that you subscribe so that you will be updated on future episodes of the show. In the meantime, make sure you keep killing it out there and we will catch you on the flip side. Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. We talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches, doing work, changing lives. I'm your host, Dominic Today I'm here with my guest, owner of Energy Zone Fitness in Connecticut, Julie Cranick. Julie, how are you doing today? 
Hi, how are you? Doing well. I, I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate you being here today. I want to hear all about Energy Zone. Tell us all about it. All right. So Energy Zone Fitness is a boutique fitness style studio located in Cromwell, Connecticut. Um, at Energy Zone, we have a little bit of everything. We have group fitness classes, we have personal training, and we have small group fitness. Awesome. So a little bit of, you know, if somebody hears about you, they get some sort of interest, they're not really sure what niche they fit in. You have a couple of different offerings. Uh, it's not one size fits all. You're, you're able to encompass, help as many people as possible while staying in your niche. Exactly. Cool. And you have, you do some unique things there that someone might find in a normal quote boot camp or boutique gym, right? Different equipment or different things. You want to go into that just a little bit? Yeah, so um, at the gym, everything's brand new. So like I said, if you're going into a boutique style gym and obviously the price point of that is different than a big box gym, you definitely have to have um, different innovative equipment. One thing that has led to a lot of success, um, I started five years ago or actually seven years ago before I opened my own place was jump sport, fitness, trampoline. So. For group fitness, um, that really blew it out of the water. So we have a lot of um, athletes that come in for training, even if they're not athletes, just moms. So anything from bar classes to hit classes, and everybody loves the trampoline. So for group fitness, that's one piece of equipment. And then we have TRX, we have boxing. So a sky's the limit, really, I feel. Um, especially now post COVID, um, if you don't have a little something for everyone to give them that in-person experience so they can touch and feel equipment, then they're probably at home getting, Googling a free workout or finding a Peloton. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So before we get on the air, uh, you, you kind of went into it a little bit. You've been in business a while. COVID is, you know, caused a lot of people to reset and rethink and recently you've kind of had a new idea or a concept or new direction you want to take the business in going forward because you're in it for the long haul right you've put this much work in you're not going anywhere if covid didn't take you out probably nothing is going to so what's that new vision what's the direction of of where it's going so the new vision um i've been thinking about this ever since we've been in covid so for at least 10 months now, if not the full 18. Um, coming out of COVID, it's time for a post restructure um, business plan. So at this point, any gym owner, if you're looking to do just exactly what you did before, you're probably finding out that's not working. Um, my group fitness classes used to honestly be on wait list. Um, that's not the case. They're full, but now it's time to look at the numbers. Um, do we need to shrink down the group fitness schedule a little bit? What is the demand? Um, so basically at this point, it's change is necessary in order to grow. And along with change being necessary, it comes to what every gym owner hates, that price point. Do you know your value? I know that my clients, if you walk up to them and say, what's your experience? They're gonna tell you, you know, it's unbeatable. And because of that, it also comes with 
a price tag. I mean, anyone that owns a gym, I mean, you would have to say you're one of those people that you want to fix people. You want to help people more than you want to help yourself sometimes. But uh, after five years of being in business, working seven days a week, um, working until, you know, you're pretty much dead every day, you really need to open up your eyes and, you know, post COVID, like now's the time to change. Just like when we were in COVID, um, I can, I rebranded my whole thing, my logo. I got a new sign on the top. I'm like, I don't even know. Like, it's not like I'm getting PPP because I'm paying people as independent contractors. But if you were just going to sit during COVID and just be like, oh, I hope members stay. I mean, I hustled out all my equipment within 24 hours. I was live on Facebook. Um, just like during COVID, you just have to restructure. You have to react or else game over. You didn't want to be in business that bad. I mean, if you want it bad enough, you're going to, you're going to find a way. So back to that, I'm totally in a restructure plan. Um, I am putting my back against the wall and this is a huge risk, but I am going no contracts. When I first opened, it was like, we have to have contracts because like, what if in the summer and you know, just contracts have always been the way to go, right? How are you going to pay your bills? Uh, I believe in my gym so much that I'm like gone are those days. Like no one knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Like who wants to commit to 12 months, let alone three months, because what's going to happen? So I am completely going month to month. I'll have an unlimited rate. So because obviously people are just going to go on class punch cards and they want to be there six days a week. I mean, there's got to be some kind of price that's a little bit of a bone to the client. But I'm now thinking of Energy Zone as like a menu. So for instance, if you want to buy 10 class pass and you want to, I want to be potentially your supplement if you want a 10 class pass. If you want to be the six day a week, you're going to go month to month and get unlimited. I'm going to have 15 class passes. Maybe you're going to dabble in between. I'm going to have 30 class pass. So um, along with that, I'm implementing more so. I mean, I have personal training and that really booms. I have, I mean, my two trainers, they're amazing um, as well as myself, but I'm so stuck in the group fitness room teaching a million classes that um, I haven't been able to get on the floor there too. So we're implementing more small groups. I don't have really any six week series going on, transformation groups. So um, I really wanna pull in more people from the community. And I think this is the way to do it. So if people aren't afraid of, I have to commit to this contract, like, I don't know, like what if I don't like it? It's six weeks, we'll change your life. And if we don't, I would say go somewhere else. Wow. So you really are just flipping the whole thing upside down. So I want to talk about and break it down to a couple of different aspects um, mm -hmm. you know, with, with the time we have as much as we can. Um, some of the major things that we see when people try to do stuff like this, whether they're changing it or adapting or hopefully we're post-ish COVID, you know, you know, you know, that's kind of remains to be seen. But right. we'll kind of start at the beginning, like you are trying to get more people into these programs. You still have room to bring more people into the facility, right? Exactly. Yep. So where are you like capacity wise? Like you're somewhere 130, 140 total clients. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and where could you be in your, your kind of vision? Because it's going to be a mix of people and different things. Right. What's the ceiling for where you can be in this new model? I feel like there is no ceiling. You find oh, right. so in the, the your teams, you the, know, of the building, you know, 300, 400 people. Right. So, I mean, if I, if I had three, 400 members, yeah, I'd be satisfied because I don't want to lose myself in just overcrowding a place. It's very personalized as well. So. And you were saying, you know, you're talking about the amount of time that you're spending. And I just want to have this whole picture here. Um, okay. If you have that many members, do you think that you would still want to train as much or you'd transition more into the manager overseer and spend less time running the group classes or doing the PT? Like how much of that do you actually want to be doing? So for me, this is my passion. So I will always want to dabble in a little bit of everything. That's just me. I couldn't be totally hands off. I mean, the day I'm hands off, I'll sell the business. Um, but I have a husband. I have a daughter who's 11 years old already, and she's pretty much been in this gym scene forever. I would like to back myself off so I have a day off so I can go home and unplug and cook a nice meal at night. Not that I never get to do that, but um, I'd like to start living a little bit more of my life and having more balance. So come with restructure. Um, this has a lot to do with everything. It has to do with benefiting my clients. Some I don't feel like they recover enough. They love this place so much. So my restructure is if I shrink the group fitness schedule a little bit too, their bodies might be rested instead of, you know, walking around with no recovery. It has to do with my family. It has to do with me. Awesome. Awesome. So there's always that deeper, deeper meaning next plan. It's not just, oh, I want the business to do well because my ego, right? The people that get into our business aren't usually super ego driven and just want a big business for the sake of it or want to grow. So kind of having an idea of the what's behind it is always, always very helpful. So we know where it's going. So first and foremost, how, what are you doing right now to get more people in the door? So fortunately, um, McGinnis Media Marketing, my sister-in-law and brother, they own a marketing company in Rhode Island. So um, we are using her as a resource. Obviously, we pay for our marketing too. But right now, post-COVID, we did some marketing. We pulled back. Um, and now we're going all in. So you, you have to continue to spend the money and put yourself out there. So right now it's really in the marketing where we're focusing on where we're going with this restructure. Awesome. So that's in place right now. It's actively happening. Yes. Cool. So what are you, what are you bringing in for, we'll call it leads or prospects? Like how many new people are you seeing a month that are interested based on your, your marketing efforts? So right now, I guess I should say, because we're in transition, um, let me just back step a little bit. We were running, um, we started with the marketing where I wasn't sure that I was ready to shrink the schedule a little, you know, have pricing be different. But the one thing that helped me to this decision was we started running like uh, 30 days for $30. Let's just see what this does to get people into the gym. So what I've found over the past couple of months 
is, and she's going to give me more analytics actually this week, but it's completely saturated. Every gym, every boutique, it's like, oh, 20 days for $20, 30 days for $30. And I'm getting a ton of clicks. But um, in terms of people that are actually purchasing, it's not happening. And I mean, myself, when I'm on Facebook or Instagram, it's like, you're completely being peppered with like this gym deal, this gym deal. So it's got to be something that's out of the box, different, because from my perspective or if anybody else's business is different like that is not bringing in what i want it to so now we flip flip the script you know six week series christmas is coming you know people fall out have fell out transformation new transformation beginners program looking for six people to join our small group at that point now you have a little bit more of a niche than every gym owner that's just selling their soul for a cheap price trying to get people in the door so you know um people are going to pay a price for value 30 days for 30 dollars what are you going to get out of that i mean if you come to my gym you're going to get an excellent experience but it's just i feel like that isn't speaking to people anymore and you have to market to see that i mean numbers don't lie so yeah, yeah, for sure. And and there's so many different channels and avenues and the low barrier offer with the costs on Facebook and Instagram right now, it's really hard to see to see a return on investment, at least upfront. It takes a long while to recover it. So that can handcuff how much you can spend. You know, the the gold standard right now in the industry, I think, is you know, finding your program, something that you can advertise, someone like you who's got higher value services where you can put money into Facebook at a, a two and a half, three to one ROI is really like the gold standard right now, where you put a thousand dollars into Facebook on day one, if you can get people paying you 2,500 to $3,000, somewhere in that range, right? Then you just market infinitely until every program you have is full, but it takes a lot of, a lot of targeting, a lot of trial and error, a lot of having specific Money. programs. Well, that, that the good thing is though, when you do that, when you have it dialed in, and I say this coming from seeing it in, in all of our interviews and, and people that, that I talk to, you don't have to do it all at once, right? If you put, you put $500 into Facebook one week, and then, you know, let, you know, we always talk about like 30 day billing cycles because people use credit cards and get points and all that stuff. If, yeah. you know, if you put $500 in this week, and within a week, you know, you have $1,500 come in. Well, now you've profited $1,000. You can put that back into Facebook and your customers are then paying for your advertising. So right. that's really the gold standard is being able to get that money in and at least doubling your money up front so that no more is coming out of your pocket for that part of the machine. So it's something that is doable. It's, it's achievable. And as you continue to iterate and work on your marketing, um, if you, if you want a benchmark or something to stand against, that should be right. You should be able to at least double your money with people on day one. If you have a high value service to offer, which you do, we've looked at your website, looked at your prices, you have it. So that's something that definitely, I would say you could aspire to. And I, and I think you can achieve. So when you do have those people come in front of you, what type of sales process do you have in place right now? Are you doing all the consults yourself? Do you have somebody else doing them? What does that look like? 
Yeah, so post-COVID, I really have, I've gotten rid of my front desk, as a lot of people do. I have um, MindBody is my hub, so luckily for them, for bookings and whatnot, MindBody is like my right hand, but I'm very personal, so if someone wants to come up to the gym, honestly, I'll meet them whenever. I have trainers that are there, so I really like to, I mean, I'm the one that created this place. The instructors are all passionate about it. So it's going to be one of us. Um, I'm not the type of person that's going to sell you on a gym membership. It's just not my style. You're going to come in. I want you to get a good feel. I want to have a conversation with you because you know what? If I have someone at my gym that doesn't want to be there, I have about you know, 120 to 30 people that love the place and want to be there. And it's just bad energy. So um my sales pitch is probably some people are probably like cringing but so far has it worked for me yeah is it the best probably not <laughs> but that's that's just me so when people come in you know if you do find that they're that they're a good fit and they are interested are you are you funneling people in specific directions are you making a specific prescription or is it like, this is us, this is our vibe. Here's a menu, which one of these things do you think is gonna work best with your with your life, with your budget? Like how right. do you structure um, when somebody is a match? We live in a small, Cromwell's a small town community. So we're a huge word of mouth. Like I said, we have teachers, nurses. So um, my best marketing is really just through town and our reputation that we've built over the years. Um, that has served us the best thus far. So usually when people are coming in, they've already, they've heard about us, whether it's from watching videos on Facebook or someone that's referred them from town. So people coming in, they pretty much have a handle on like they want group fitness classes, they've seen classes. So I let them try out, I'll give them a free trial seven days or if they're there that day, give them a free class. Um, and then obviously after the class follow up and we end up signing them up or they want to take maybe another couple classes. Um, that's always an option. And then some of them come in and they're looking for personal training. Sometimes it's people that will call up or, you know, they're off the street. I heard you, you know, have personal training. And that's when we talk um, goals, availability, and then we set up a consultation with the trainer. Okay, so you don't do that part. That goes to one of your trainers. Yeah, so that goes to them. Mm -hmm. cool. Or cool. myself, if I'm the one doing it. Got it. So that, that kind of brings me to the, my next natural question. What does your staffing look like right now as far as trainers, full-time, part-time? How, yeah. you know, how many sessions are you doing? So I have um, two full-time trainers, like I said, outstanding. Um, they have... 25 clients each, maybe plus. So um, they're full time. And then I have group fitness instructors. So I have, other than myself, I have six instructors on the team and I make seven. Um, so I have a solid team. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like you got, you've got your, you, you've got your full timers and then the part timers to kind of plug in where you need to for various things so and my group fitness instructors they're you know most of them have careers and this is a passion so they fall into that category that they're not full-time they're working a full-time job and then this is a passion and something um they feel deeply for so a little second 
second job for them. That's cool. I mean, there are so many people, like you said, they develop that passion and then they just want to figure out a way where they're like, yeah, it's cool. I don't want to work for free because they feel it has value, but they're not trying to make their living off of it. So fitness is one of the few things where you can get people who really love something mm -hmm. and are dedicated to it, but don't need it to be their full-time job. It's great that you have a couple of full-time people because you, it's hard to build a business around just a mismatch of, of random you know, or, or just more falls on you and <laughs> there's already enough on your plate now. So I, I think it's great to have that mix and we're in a unique business. There aren't a lot of other, other places where you can get that, you know, nobody, nobody has a trucking company and they have a guy that's like, sure, I'll, I'll load up a truck and work two hours a week or something. You know, it's right. every, everything else that requires the, the passion and dedication that fitness does almost it has to be full-time or it's not worth it. So uh, we are fortunate that we chose an industry with a bunch of people who just want to help as much as they can, right? Thanks. So, Agreed. So I, a quick question, and, and we, I went over it a little bit with you, and we looked at it at the website, but I just want to know a little bit of, more about, I know you have the different training programs that you have, but you also offer some nutrition, some supplements, some things like that. Is that something that's a big part of your business or just something you offer if somebody asks if you have something. Right, so I don't know, with nutrition and products, I feel like it's really difficult, right? So Isogenics is something that I've loved, um, serves my body well, my workouts, pre-workout, pre post-workout, e-shots, I live on them. Um, I have people that definitely, you know, they're looking for a protein, I'll suggest that, but, I guess what I'm trying to say is that I could push that, but I really don't. It's the same thing. I mean, over the years, like in the beginning, people with beach body, but it's just, it's not my cup of tea. Um, I'd rather have nutritionists that I refer out and I don't, I'm not really interested in trying to sell people on nutritional products to line my own pockets. I just like to keep it separate. It's just You're not, not my offer in the event that someone asks, you have something that, that you like so that you can put your recommendation behind it, but it's not built in as like, this is a revenue stream that we're counting on from month over month. No. Cool, cool. And is there anything else that you do look at as far as revenue streams beyond the, you know, the, the coaching being your core thing and then a little I mean, bit- I we have, of course, like clothing, swag. So I have actually a former student because I um, taught middle school before this. So he um, does clothing brands and whatnot. So Energy Zone has their own brand. I have an online store. I have um, merchandise that people can purchase at the gym. So you have to, I love clothes. So I, you pick which streams really for me that you actually care about, you're passionate about, you know, and those are the ones that you're going to sell and do best with. So for me, yes, do I highly recommend isogenics? Am I going to shove it down people's throats? Nope, I just think it's, tacky and people just think it's a pyramid and agenda and that's not my style cool cool so there, you, but you, you do you pick and choose so that's good and that's always you know different ways of looking at it different people have different styles and and that's why we do this to hear you know somebody else might think something differently or might think the same or it's just it's a matter of you know hearing what other people are doing and maybe maybe giving an idea or letting somebody believe 
you know, hey, I'm not alone that I do want to do this or I don't, or, hey, I really like clothes too. And I never thought about having my own line or having something like that. So um, it's yeah, and that's really fun too, because there's people out there now, like, I mean, kind of cool. Like I said, I love clothes. Like, oh, I can have an online store. So I have an online store. I don't even have to come out of pocket, which is helpful sometimes. I mean, I usually always get the pieces in the gym too, because then people want to try them on for size and whatnot. So I'll get a size run and then I can sell that or just have it for like show for people to try on. But then, I mean, you work with the right person and they're willing to put the merch out there. It ships from there. It's cool. It's like, oh, I own Energy Zone and I have my own clothing store. That's fun. So like you said, you pick and choose. And it, it a lot is reflected in the likes and dislikes and the personality of the owner. So I always like to dive into that when we can. So as we get close to having to wrap up here for our time, uh, my biggest interest is seeing your very future pace. You're very much looking at this revitalization new plan. So if we were to revisit with you in a, a year down the road, where do you think you're going to be? And what do you think the, the biggest thing is you're going to have to accomplish to get there? So, hmm, I like this one. I, I'm like, oh, I've thought about a lot and I have the whole restructure down, but this is, this is a good one. So in a year, I'd like to see myself first. It's pretty simple. Sunday's off one day with my family. Um, but I would like to have a hundred more members in my gym. I mean, there's That's nothing wrong with that, right? More people, more revenue probably means you get more help and that'll help you to have some, some time off. What do you think is going to be the, the lever, the small hinge that opens the big door, the, the thing that it's going to take to get there? Do you think it's just a matter of time? Do you think there's something that you have to conquer, a skill? Honestly, it's, um, it's this restructure. Because if you were to talk to me two weeks ago, completely burnt out and like I said my husband's in real estate we could real quick like you know he knows the right people if I wanted out of this business all I really have to do is say the word and you know we'd figure it out some people aren't that lucky I mean I was supposed to my lease was supposed to end five years like why like why I decided that like COVID cheated me and I just want to go on is like kind of beyond me sometimes too, but um, restructuring, it has me excited again. Like I said, you talked to me two weeks ago, I would just be shaking my head like, um, I'm not so sure. I'm thinking like, you know, maybe I had my time to shine and maybe like, maybe this is it. Like, maybe I should just pass the torch because that day will come too. You have to be a realist about it. But I have a new energy, a new excitement. And to any business owner out there, I feel like the only thing I can say to you is like, no matter how difficult it can feel, um, if you sit through it, um, it's, it's gonna pass just as everything else does. You just, you have to go through the emotions. You have to go through the, I'm burnt out. Like, is this for me? Do I even want this anymore? Like, what am I doing? You have to go through all of that. Um, but if you hang in there, it was just like overnight. What am I doing? Like, I need to flip the strip. I need to restructure. I put so much work into this place. I love my clients. Like, they are like, 
cult-like following, like, geez, we're like family. It's like walking into your living room, you know? I don't want to give it up for them. Like, I bring them happiness, you know? Like, I help in their day. Like, we help solve each other's problems by working through hard stuff and workouts together. So just flip the script, know that you're worth it. If you have to increase those prices, which I hate doing because I want to give everything away. That's just me. Like, I just, I'm like, you know, like you have such good value, like people will pay, but I really am just like, oh, could I just win the lottery? And then I can just like help everybody. They don't have to pay, no more problems, don't have to stress, but that's not real life right now. And I don't even play the lottery. So you just got to pull up my big girl pants and dive in. And I feel like I'm opening day one all over again. So get yourself excited. You know, have that cry, kick, scream, tell yourself you're burnt out, tell yourself you're going to quit. I've done it all. And then, you know what? Wake up, flip the script, restructure, and move on. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you took your own advice, and I'm glad we ran into each other at the time that we did. I am excited to uh, to hear more about the future and where things are going to go with you. And um, just, I think the sky's the limit, like you said. Maybe there isn't even a limit in the sky. So. We are out of time for today, but I do thank you so much for being here, taking some time to be with us. Thank you for the opportunity. You, you are very welcome. And to everybody out there listening, we thank you for your time too. We appreciate you spending some of your day with us. We hope this has been useful as always. If you don't think it's been useful, I'm going to advise you to rewind and listen a little bit harder because there's a lot of good stuff. Uh, Julie's got a lot of good ideas and you're going to see them all all come into fruition in a short period of time. So if you wanna hear more episodes, click the subscribe button. We'll notify you when new episodes drop. If you wanna be on the show, there's a link in the description, fill out the form. Someone from the team will get back to you as soon as possible. To everybody out there in Jim Ward's nation, keep working hard, keep changing lives, keep kicking ass. Jim Ward's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners who are in the trenches and learn more about their business and business knowledge as a whole. I'm your host, Ryan Carson, and today we're here with Dylan, John, and Lauren. Guys, how's it going? Good, good, amazing. Yeah, thanks for being on the podcast today. I know we had a little bit of scheduling issues, but I'm glad we were able to make it work out today. Yeah, thanks for having us on. Absolutely. 
So let's go ahead and kind of get right into it. So what is the name of your facility and where are you located at? Chenoa Fitness Center. That's the name of our uh, fitness location in Chenoa, Illinois. Chenoa Fitness in Chenoa, Illinois. Okay, got it. And so how long have you guys been in business? Uh, we've been here for just over three years. Uh, had our grand opening June of 2018. Uh, that okay. day we had 300 people come through our door. And uh, since then, it's been just lots of success. Since then, it's been amazing. Okay, sounds good. So looking at it, so basically, so... Let's see. So Dylan, John, and Lauren, um, you got, it's a family owned business. So um, what is everyone's role in the business? Um, whoever wants to take this one can go and you guys can pass it around if you want. Sure. Uh, yeah. So basically, um, I mean, I, I'm, I'm the owner of the business. Um, uh, my role here is, uh, you know, I'll take care of some of the accounting work and things like that. Uh, you know, kind of do some overall uh, you know, just overall seeing other things and, and maintenance and things like that. Um, yeah. Dylan would be what we consider our, our first shift manager. Uh, he's taking care of a lot of uh, uh, like events and things like that. Um, always got to have events going on. Um, yeah. Takes care of some of the other things like we have rental property and things inside here. Uh, he makes sure that, you know, everything's filled. Uh, everybody else is taken care of. Um, and, um, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's in charge of making, making sure we make money. Uh, then Lauren, uh, basically, she's our second shift manager, um, okay. and he's taking care of a, a lot of the other maintenance in the building also, uh, making sure, you know, the cleaning's on schedule, making sure, um, just just making sure that she's working with the customers and, and, and making sure that she's satisfying their needs. There you go. So, who's older, Dylan or Lauren? So, I just turned 25. Okay. Uh, I'd be the older one. So you're the older one. So is that why you got first shift and she got second or what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A seniority there. Okay. All right. I like it. I like but it. It all started. She's so she was in high school still. So yeah. uh, okay. Dylan was out of school. So it made sense that he would be here here today. And, and she's she likes to sleep in. She definitely I likes do. to sleep in. So but I've I've definitely gotten my crowd in the night shift. I love my night shift crowd. <laughs> There you yeah, go. it's funny they complain when I'm here. Yeah, yeah. Right. They'd rather have Lauren. So I always, they always say, "Where's Lauren at?" Yeah. I love it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same thing here. So I'm usually, I'm, I usually hang out in the back, you know, anymore. So that's that's one reason I'm I'm able to do these podcasts. You know, I've got some great managers, so they can kind of take care of that. But yeah, you're right. They they get used to their people, right? Like the members, and they, they that's who they want to see. So just don't ever fire her, right? Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So where's your gym located at? Uh, yeah, I'm in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. So we are, um, I'm not sure how far we are from you in Illinois, but, um, you know, we're a couple of states down. So, gotcha. yeah. Now, as far as, okay, so the services you guys offer. So what is like, what's your gym model? Um, what's your, what's your main bread and butter? Um, so obviously we're uh, an open gym format. So usually uh, somebody would, uh, you know, pay their, their membership fee and uh, you get unlimited access to the gym 24 seven, use all of our equipment, including sauna, indoor track, turf area, half court basketball, ping pong, there's private space, more open space. Uh, so yeah. we really have uh, everything kind of not wide open, 
but almost sectioned off to make it more comfortable for everybody in the area. Because being in a small town, uh, the demographic is just kind of wider. You get a lot of older people, and you, know, you get a lot of younger people, and um, to clash them all together in one space uh, would not be very successful here. Uh, so mm -hmm. we have it all kind of separated throughout this massive facility. And then in addition to the gym, uh, we offer tanning. Uh, we got two super beds currently. I'm uh, going to go pick up a couple more this weekend because that has been a huge success for us also. Tanning okay. Beds. All right. Got it. No, yeah. Yeah. And basically, I mean, we've, we, we take this model where we, uh, we have a rental property here also. So we have a, a hair salon, uh, uh, actually a tattoo artist uh, in the building okay. as well. Uh, there's a realtor and a physical therapist. So um, uh, we, we tried to create uh, several different ways to bring some traffic in. It's worked out pretty good. Yeah, for sure. So is that in the same um, building, like same entrance, or is it like attached to it? Everybody, everybody, well, uh, there is one separate entrance if you want to go in the tattoo shop. They also have uh, gym access where they can go in from the gym side. But it is all, all within the gym itself. Um, basically, we just we just built some rooms um, for rental property inside the gym, and uh, um, you know they're close uh, they're close to the exits. Basically, um, a shared entrance. Yeah, it's a shared entrance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and that that's cool. There's there's a lot of uh, a lot of gym owners starting to go to that now. Um, what's cool about it is, well, especially like, it's kind of, it's not really within the industry, but it kind of is at the same time. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, yeah, a lot of, uh, gym people obviously, you know, are into tattoos, but, um, yeah, you can, you can get a good crowd for both. I think it works out for everyone when you do it that way. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Awesome. So when it comes to, um, other services offered, so you guys have, um, you do your open gym model. Now, um, I read in the notes that you do group classes, uh, personal training. Is that still a thing or, or what's, what's the deal with that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. We usually have uh, all sorts of classes going on uh, with COVID. Obviously that has taken a little uh, hit on group fitness, uh, yeah. but in the fall, you know, assuming things uh, you know, clear up a little bit, uh, we definitely plan on bringing back a bunch of classes. We already have sign up form going for uh, much larger classes like karate and kickboxing. Those will be starting back up here in the next month. That's the plan. Um, and then uh, personal training. Yeah, we have uh, now five trainers. Uh, we got everybody's really specific. One person's a nutritionist. One person works with uh, elderly people. One person with younger kids, athletic training. Uh, yeah, we've got trainers really for everything. So um, okay. they're actually in, in independent trainers, uh, not really our. Uh, that's just how our model works. Okay. Now, are they, um, so do you guys feed them clients or are they responsible for getting their own? Uh, both. Yeah. So we're all, people ask for training and basically we uh, funnel them down to which trainer makes most sense for them. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. So um, now if you don't, if you don't mind to clarify a little bit, so um, are they paying rent for a space or do you guys do like a split like on the, on the revenue? So how we do it is as long as that person is a gym member, they're paying their gym membership price, uh, then they're paying uh, the personal trainer separately, uh, whatever the personal trainer is asking. So um, as long as they're a gym member, we're totally fine with them coming in here and training. Uh, we, we do make sure that these trainers are certified and insured and all that. So we do go through a process to make sure that they are qualified to be trainers. Uh, but yeah, as long as they have a gym membership, uh, you take care of it. 
Okay, awesome. And what about on the trainer side? So, and we only allow uh, so many trainers. We only allow so many trainers, you know, at a time. So, you know, we want to try to make sure we get these guys full schedules and everything. Um, and we feel like uh, uh, the way we kind of do it, you know, we wanted as uh, few uh, employees as possible. So we want them to start their own businesses. Um, yeah. And like I said, we just, you know, make them, we force them to, to do it for gym members. So um, right. that's, that's kind of where we get our cut. And um, it gives us a chance to, or gives them a chance to build up their business as well. I mean, they're the professionals at it and we want them to, to take care of their own business. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, once again, we do get to pick and choose who is doing it. So we have that kind of control. Yeah. Yeah. And so basically, so it, it's also an incentive for them, right. To get new members into the gym, you know, because then they can, they can then take those, those people on as clients. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Okay. Awesome. And what about the group classes? Is it kind of set up the same way pretty much? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, pretty much, uh, we let that, that, uh, trainer or that, uh, the instructor come in and, and uh, the, they get paid directly from uh, the clients. Um, we, we do have some that differ just a little bit from that, but uh, yeah, we try to basically make sure that they take care of their own thing. We'll, we'll share the stuff on Facebook and let everybody know they have that going on. Um, but uh, once again, it kind of it goes hand in hand with each other. They bring in more clients for us and you know, they're good clients as well. So we'll for sure. Them. Yeah, now how many classes do you teach, John? Do you d- teach like the... No, I, I would be... You'd better take, you know, teaching like a painting class or something. Painting? Okay. All right. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> I, uh, I don't do any classes. Uh, I, I think it'd be fun to do someday. I'd like to be a personal trainer at some point. Um, yeah. I, I, I love exercise myself, and I have a lot of fun, you know, getting to work out in my gym and everything. But I definitely don't consider myself a professional <laughs> when it comes to being a. Okay. Uh, yeah. I just, I decided to ask. I didn't know if you were like teaching Zumba or whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> more like it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yo, yo. Yeah. Now, Dylan and Lauren, do you guys do any training at all or anything like that? Uh, neither of us are certified trainers. Uh, however, you know, we are extremely knowledgeable with all the equipment out here. Um, yeah, very familiar with everything. So if anybody ever has questions, we are out there helping you out 100%. You know, you show us this goal. You want to lose uh, weight here, build muscle here. We'll show you what it takes to do that basically. And uh, if you're gonna need somebody by your side uh, an hour every other day, then we're definitely gonna refer you to our trainers uh, that way. So yeah, like I said, neither of us are trainers, but we're always out there on the floor helping people out. Okay, awesome. Now, as far as like getting new people in the door, um, what are you guys doing for that right now? Um, right now, um, uh, one of the things we like to do is, uh, sell some other things, uh, like, uh, we're, we're real big on these hoodies. It's kind of one of Lauren's jobs. She takes care of, uh, merchandise yeah. and, uh, uh, trying to find something that's, uh, we try, what do you call it? Like, like a viral video, you know, we try to find something that's really slick yeah. and neat and bring everybody in and it just draws them to the page. Uh, we did a vintage, um, uh, hoodie. Uh, like for uh, teams that we used to have in the area back in the day, high school teams that maybe aren't around anymore. And, That's cool. and we've sold hundreds, of, I mean, of these things, lots of them. I mean, in all Rockland. around the country, we've gotten people wanting hoodies. Yeah. I uh, sold okay. I sent out to people for Lexington, Shanawa, Redbirds, everywhere. But yeah, these hoodies that went to Texas, California, I mean, just all over the place. Uh, people that have lived here at one time 
grew up yeah. here were a Redbird or or whatever it was back in the day. Um, but there you uh, go. That's that's one of the things we do. We 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 love our funny videos. Uh, whenever we make Facebook posts and things like that, it's all about uh, the comedic side of things. Where a lot of other people, we feel like they put content out there. Mm -hmm. um, you know, for people, you know, good good health facts and things like that. We try to we try to we're not really trying to teach anybody anything, but we are just trying to get attention to that page and get something to click on. Um, what would you say? What else are we doing? To we're always having events that bring in new people who yeah. want to participate in an event, but have never been to the gym before. And then they get in here and they're like, wow, okay, this is actually really comfortable. This doesn't feel like an overwhelming yeah. big gym. Uh, and intimidating right. people know people feel really welcome here. And then they see people they know, they start talking to their best friends and like, oh, I didn't know you were working out here. Let's be workout buddies. That, that works out really good too. So word of mouth has been the probably the biggest thing for us oh, over huge. the yeah. uh, COVID. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's been tough to really put ourselves out there a lot throughout COVID, just trying to share that. It's just been, it's been really challenging throughout COVID sharing what exactly what we want to share without yeah. telling people, uh, you know, come in and work out, you know, uh, how much I explain this. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to, I, I see what you're getting at, you know, when you're supposed to be spaced out and everything, it's hard to pack the place when, yeah, when you shouldn't be in, you know, right next to each other, I suppose. But, it is. Uh, yeah, we we we're, we're always very involved in events. Um, uh, you know, anything the Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts want to do, you know, we always invite them on in and, and uh, let them do their thing here. They have the Girl Scout cookies that'll set up here. Uh, uh, any local event we have with like a, uh, the the Fourth of July is big around here, so we try to really make sure we're included in that. And we're in the in the parade, and we would do something just stupid, ridiculous in the parade. Uh, these yeah. guys were uh, Mario Kart characters, and we were throwing out, they were throwing bananas out with carts. Um, you uh, know, that was our healthy spin on it. Um, but uh, just just the funny things like that. We're um, very active on Facebook and everything. Um, but also yeah. got to the side of our building. Uh, we're right off Route 66. Um, so we're uh, having my niece put a mural on there, um, just creating a, a, a spot for a picture op and um, yeah. just trying to take advantage of all that traffic that goes right by here. We get about 26,000 cars going by a day. So we're trying to use the, the visuals, our, that traffic to our advantage. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you when you get the foot traffic and word of mouth, you know, those those are your two number ones, right? Those are always going to be uh, your hottest lead, so to speak. So usually, you know, word of mouth, if it's a referral or whatever, in most of those times, people are going to sign up. And, you know, I think, you know, getting the Facebook going, you know, maybe some targeted ads, you know, stuff like that. Like that's what kind of fills the missing piece, I believe, you know, um, because you have word of mouth and foot traffic to, to carry the rest of it. So my biggest thing um, in my gym, you know, we, you know, really similar in the beginning. And then I was kind of like, okay, so what about the people that aren't hearing about us? What about the people that don't hear it through the grapevine? Like, what do we do to reach those people? And social media is the, the way to do that, you know, hands down. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Social media has been huge for us. Our first three years, putting our name out there, social yeah. media has been everything. Now, how long did you guys have to close down up there? Just curious. I think it was about two months. Mm -hmm. I think we had to be closed down for, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah you know, we were pretty fortunate to have the, um, you know, some of the grants we did apply for and got them. And 
the city uh, was pretty helpful with uh, actually paid for a lot of, of the small businesses uh, rent or mortgages during that time. Um, yeah. So that was pretty big. Um, uh, yeah. What about you guys? Um, yeah, it was about the same for us. We're like, I think six weeks is what we, uh, yeah, that's, that's what we, we did on the shutdown. So, uh, well, yeah, it was about, you know, middle of, middle of March and uh, May 1st was when we could yeah. back up. So uh, I'm curious, what did you guys do during that time? Um, as far painted. as made it? Painted. We did. Uh, oh, painted. Yeah. Did, uh, you know, we were able to go through and fix up some things that we needed to get fixed up. Um, I have, uh, we have another business. Uh, I, have, I do radon testing. So that yeah. uh, was considered essential. So I was able to keep pretty busy there. But um, uh, we, we had an event. Uh, the, yeah. We had a you honk, we push up is what we call it. You, you see a lot of those uh, during COVID, people were saying you honk, uh, we drink or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We did play a fitness version of that. And uh, basically over a weekend, right after COVID, we did like a little fundraiser. People were driving by, dropping in donations and also honking at the same time. We there did uh, probably 2,000 push-ups over the weekend. Okay. All yeah, right. so that was insane. That, we made a pretty big deal out of that. Obviously, 20,000 plus cars driving by that was a big hit for people oh absolutely yeah that was fun when things just were not as bright <laughs> at that time it was just a dark time really sad but uh, we made the most fun out of it that we could now did you guys get into online at all during that like online training online coaching no we really didn't we really didn't there was one of our trainers that that did at the time they they got into it a little bit more okay more of it we just never have. No, we. I, I'm not. I, I'm not against it or anything like that. I. Uh, we just haven't really stepped into it too much. It just seems like for our location in the small town areas, that just hasn't been a very big uh, selling point. Online classes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, yeah, there's there's a couple ways to do it. So online classes. That it's kind of like, if you think about it, like you know, in a gladiator arena, for example like with online classes, trying to stream your own classes for the most part, that's one arena that you can never win in just because if you think about P90X, you know, Beachbody, like that company and all these other people that, you know, have invested very heavily in that lights, sound, right. you know, things like that. And they're offering it, you know, for stupid cheap prices every month. Mm -hmm. So the big transition is going from that to online coaching. So when you do that, like you're not confined by walls, um, you know, you can coach someone in California, you can coach someone in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I have clients in uh, the UK, so that's just one thing you can do to, you know, you're not confined by walls that way, and it's just a coaching mm -hmm. service. So, just food for thought there. Um, yeah, definitely not online classes though. Uh, I tried that as I tried that, and it's not the way to go. No, no. Yeah. All right, so we are getting towards the end of our time on the podcast. So one thing I like to ask, and um, anyone can answer, you can all three answer if you want. Um, so in a year from now, like what does growth look like for you guys? Uh, in a year from now? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, it's going to be kind of interesting for us because uh, we have uh, another venture going at the same time. We're opening up a brewery in, in February. Oh, sweet. Um, so we hope to be able to take and work all these things together uh, and have 
you know, somehow you got the beer over there, you got this over here, but create events that include both of them. Um, mm -hmm. uh, we'd like to see uh, uh, us grow into some other communities. You know, I think we'll be talking about that a little bit more within the next year. Um, uh, definitely just upgrading more within our facility here. Um, definitely, we're already ready to go through and put another coat of paint on everything. Um, but uh, uh, we want, even though we are a small town of 1800, we are still, we still feel as if we can have that quality that the big box gyms have over in Bloomington, which is 30 minutes up down the road here. Um, so, so we'd like to upgrade our, our sauna and make that something that's the best sauna within 100 miles. You know, we we want something that people can talk about. Oh yeah, that's a place that has that sauna that's just amazing, or right. you know, has the best hand beds and and just really you know, you really feel like you have your private space. We do a lot with with private. We like we like walls, so we like uh, uh, having like we like having ten gyms inside of one, basically. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's, that's what we go for. So just just more continuous growth and and. Uh, like I said, more events and you know, really uh, feeding off this word of mouth thing right now. Uh, it seemed like uh, this something just popped and everything's just going crazy. And we're signing people up every day, uh, so it's it's really gone quite well for us. Definitely. Awesome, I love it. Lauren, Dylan, you guys want to add to that at all? You got anything? I, I think you nailed it. Yeah, it's just really improving. Uh, so. Tanning, for example, I, I think I already mentioned it, but uh, we got so many people coming in. We'll have a line for tanning, and people might be waiting uh, even over 20 minutes. You know, that's that's too long for waiting for tanning beds. We got to improve. We got to uh, create more space somehow in this yeah. uh, massive gym that we've already taken up every square foot of. Uh, we're gonna add more tanning. You know, we don't want you to have to wait. We want it to be more readily available for you based on your schedule. Uh, stuff like that. We're just we have so many amazing things in here we just want it to all always be better uh, yeah it seems like every time somebody comes in here they're always saying wow something's new in here and uh, we like we like always having something new yeah absolutely well guys thank you so much for being we, on we, the we show. Fresh, you know we, we do we always try to make it a little bit different for sure yeah thank you for uh being out coming out on the podcast today so i uh, had a good time hope you guys enjoyed it and i uh, know that our listeners will get some good value from it we appreciate it. Yeah. Having us. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And for our listeners out there, if you found value from this podcast, please click the link or uh, click the subscribe button. And if you're a gym owner and you want to be featured in the podcast, click the link in the description, apply to be a guest until next time, gym Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.